Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome in to the PHNX Suns podcast brought to you by our friends at the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a five star review. I'm Lindsay Smith here with Saul Bookman, Gerald Bourget, and Espo. <laughs> Gentlemen, you feeling all right? You ready for another playoff preview? Yeah. yeah. All right. Woo! Let's go. <laughs> That's the energy that I need you all to bring every oh, single man. night. Oh, I absolutely need it. Sometimes it, the warmth of this room just can just rock you to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> it is really warm in here. It's, it, it's, it's too early to be sleepy. I was going to say what time it is, but. I feel like there's never a time that is off limits to be. Sleeping. I was about to say, like you just said those words and you forgot, like who our host is. <laughs> she can sleep twenty four seven. Fair Fact. enough. Fair All right, enough. guys. Today we are going to preview a potential Suns Spurs first round matchup. So the Spurs finished the regular season with a thirty four and forty eight record. The Suns went four and zero against them for the sweep of the season. To me. This is one of the easiest routes for the Suns. Gentlemen, in your opinion, what are some reasons the Suns will win oh, this Oh, Christ. Series? I can't wait to hear about the ghosts of the past coming back into somebody's <laughs> head to talk about, oh, it's still Greg Popovich. I don't care about this. Why do you got to do Gerald like that? I mean, <laughs> the dude is just sitting here. Why you got to do Gerald like that? Y'all just sit for each other like in the first three minutes. Why did you come after anybody? Espo was going at Gerald. Now Gerald is going you at Espo. I didn't come for anybody. I, it was a generality. Uh, you knew you no, were going to You know, matter of fact, I heard about that this morning when I was driving in on the radio. Like, well, it's still Greg Popovich. And I was like, come I almost swerved off the road. Like, get the fuck out of here. What year is it? Look, look <laughs> uh, yes, this is the easiest of the paths here, uh, in particular because the Spurs suck. This is, this is the team <laughs> that is lucky to be invited to the dance, all right? They're... Uh, they're me in high school going to prom, all right? They're, they're lucky to be invited. Oh, man. The girls all the time. Self-deprecating <laughs> Spurs it's, humor. It's just accurate. It's just accurate, all right? You know, one, of these, one of these episodes, I'm going to hunt down and do some research and find girlfriends of the past oh, and, oh, and find out God. if this really happened. I went to five proms, <laughs> none of which were romantic. It was all... It was oh. all friends or helping a friend out. How'd you go for five? five? How long were How'd you in you high school for? 
12 years. Five out, I have not graduated yet. Five dude. out of 12 ain't bad. <laughs> You're almost at 50%, man. Hey, look at that. We can do the See, math later. Glass that's half not, full. That's there not what the go. people are here for. I can explain and break things down oh. for you later. A lot of not my school proms, other proms, two in one year, that kind of thing. Anyways, the Spurs suck was the point I was making. Uh, and look, this this is not a, a legitimate team. They're the benefactor of the play-in tournament and the idea that we need more drama at the end of the season. They're, they, they have no business being even having a shot to be the eighth seed in the Western Conference. It, it, it's nice that they get to be there, but I'm not concerned. I don't even think they get out of their first game. Uh, so what I'm saying is you, you don't have to watch the rest of this video. I mean, let's, let's, <laughs> let's be real. Please do, but I really just don't. You can just turn it off right now. Just end the stream. Uh, Think of rolling over. Let's, let's be real. Like they're the benefactor of the Lakers not making the playoffs. Like a team that everybody expected to make the playoffs or at least a play in at some point just completely fell off the earth. Oh, fell off the girth, I should say. And <laughs> Ouch. That, there it is. Like that's that's the reason why the Spurs are here. Yeah, I, I think in terms of there's been a lot of conversation about how fun the play in game is, but also there needs to be like a threshold that you need to meet. Like you need to be within a certain number of games away from the eight seed to like trigger the play in game. And I think that's an interesting conversation because if you look at the standings, the Pelicans are eight games back of the Clippers for eighth. The Spurs are eight games back of the Clip or I'm sorry. Pelicans are six games back. Spurs are eight games back. Like, they're not, they're only in this because they got a courtesy invite because they needed the play in. But that was the same thing with the Suns in the bubble. So, as much as we want to bash on the Spurs right now because it's but our that innate was nature, a completely very unique situation. I don't think you can compare the two. And also, a big reason why they had to bring the Spurs was because they wanted the Pelicans in there. Right. Well, the reason also that that listen, these playing games are a result or a byproduct of what happened in the bubble. Mm -hmm. Like that's why the Spurs got this opportunity because the Suns, who met this threshold, whatever it was, and they had a bad record too at the time before okay. they got to the bubble. Mm -hmm. Like they got they got the courtesy, they got in, and they did the most with it. That's why these playing tournaments, just like the NCAA tournament. Um, you you have teams that win their conferences because they get hot right at the right time, even though they have nine wins and 20 losses on the season. But you just never know. And so I'm OK with it. I like the play in. Look, I know the Spurs are not going eight and oh at any point <laughs> during this uh, during this play in and, and postseason. They will not be the Suns like the Suns were in Orlando. No, the, the point just stands that I think Saul made. After what happened with the Suns getting invited as the, I think they had the 21st record out of the 22 teams that went to the bubble, they were a courtesy invite to have enough number of teams, and then they did what they did, and I think that made it more exciting and more possible for a team like the Spurs or the Pelicans to be in the play and automatically without having to be, you know, a certain threshold that you have to trigger it. Um, I, I do think the Spurs are. You know they're they're 14 games under 500. They're average in offensive and defensive rating, but the Suns are just lights out better team. Even if their four games against this team all wins were a little bit closer than maybe the final scores indicated. I oh go ahead no go ahead. 
I also like just going back to this play-in idea. Um, not every team that's six games below the Clippers or eight games below is the same. And when I say that, I mean like look at the Pelicans, which we'll get into later. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a different team than they were at the beginning of the year because of CJ McCollum. Ingram's feeling better. He's going to probably play in the playoffs and um, maybe Zion possibly coming back. That's a scarier team that you wouldn't have thought was going to be scary two, three months ago. Right. Um, so, you know, not all bad teams are created equally like <laughs> the Lakers and the Pelicans. <laughs> it's fair. For me, I think you're going to laugh at this one, Saul, um, because I'm going to lean into not the Popovich side of things. But with the Spurs, I think the reason why the Suns will win the series is because freaking karma. Okay, like karma needs to make good this time around. He needs to be the easiest sweep in NBA history in a playoff series because revenge of teams in the past. So who is Jay Jay Crowder hip checking is what I'm asking. (laughs) And as long as he doesn't get suspended, I mean, that's fine. Like DeJounte Murray. I mean, Uh, all I'm saying is you almost have to hip check two guys because the Spurs don't have everybody good enough to warrant uh, making up for what happened in the I summer. mean, I'm not saying that we need to, like, violence for violence, <laughs> we, we an eye for an eye. I'm it just sounded saying, like, like that, I'm saying a four-game, super easy blowout sweep, and yes. I will be happy. That's revenge enough in my book. Maybe I don't think we need to go straight maybe, for Maybe money will hip check pop. <laughs> I, oh, yeah, no, okay. That'll put him out of commission. They're both, they're both older. You don't want to break hips. Yeah. yeah. It's just, a, it's it's not that old. Just run it so back like 2010. Old. Sweep yeah, them yeah, again. Well, Pop is be... definitely old, but Monty's not in the same realm as Pop. That's, for sure. that's true. Yeah. Seeing as like Pop 30, actually coached Monty. He's like 30 so. years younger. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. X Factors. Well, wait, what do you think? I, I, do want, I do want to say one thing about the Spurs and why they're not a great matchup, aside from the fact that they're just kind of average. Second worst team in mid-range defense from a field goal percentage perspective. We talked about this on the Clippers preview. Like the Suns are elite from that area of the floor. The Spurs won't be able to guard them from that area. And the Spurs don't present a lot of the problems that have given the Suns fits like offensive rebounding. They're only 28th in second chance points. um, And they're 26th in opponent points in the paint. So the Suns are going to be able to have maybe more of a size advantage and being able to get into the paint against this particular team. The X factor for me will always be Pop, um, just because he's oh, Pop, the ghost of the past. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what happened? Pop meat kettle. <laughs> I didn't say I'm worried about it. I didn't say I'm worried about the Spurs at all. I'm just saying, like, if there is an X factor, it's Pop because he is creative. He's going to find okay. some matchups that are, you know, going to put the Suns in a little bit of a disadvantage. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Suns are so good that they're going to they're going to figure it out and they'll be fine. So, you know, for those stretches of the game, uh, listen, for Pop and, and and any good coach that knows that they are severely undermanned against another team, it's not only who you put in at what time, but it's also when you pull the trigger on key yes. key pieces of your offense or defense to just throw the other team off enough for you to get the most um, gain from an advantage, right? And so with Pop, he's very good at that. He just knows when to call a timeout at the most annoying fucking time because you know, like, oh, the Suns are about to get on a run. Timeout, like, just every single time, like clockwork. And that's what makes Pop one of the greatest coaches in NBA history. Um, so for me, he's the only X Factor because nobody else has any business being an X Factor on the Spurs. Yeah. 
Uh, churros and COVID are my actors. Oh, you either it, it's only overeating or somebody major getting it, <laughs> getting uh, COVID. <laughs> you either getting fat or you losing all your weight. Look, look, oh, look, look about, the point simply is it's not the Spurs that would uh, would take out oh. the Suns. It would be other factors oh, that man. would would give churros. the Spurs an opportunity. <laughs> I'm not the injury for it. Chris Paul out churros. churros. <laughs> I'm glad you went churros and COVID because if you did COVID and churros, one could very easily take away the other. Yeah, it's it's not a good mix. You gotta go churros first. Yeah. I I mean I'm gonna go with the more basketball one. (laughs) So you're not going with the women in San Antonio like Charles Barkley. I'm gonna go with points in the paint. I really, I really should have gone first. Um, I'm going to go with points in the paint. Spurs are second in points in the paint. Suns are fourth. The Spurs are 26th in opponent points in the paint, but the Suns are eighth in opponent points in the paint. So Suns much better at limiting opponents at scoring inside, but also the Spurs have the third best field goal percentage at the rim defensively. So as much as they give up points in the paint, they are good at defending those shots. So it'll be interesting to see how that would play out. But I do believe we have a guest. All right. Perfect timing. Let's welcome in our guest for today's show, Tom Petrini, digital content for KENS5 and host of the Big Fundamental Spurs podcast. Tom, uh, (laughs) thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate you taking some time out of your day. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me, guys. You can hear me okay? Oh, yes. yes, we can. Yeah, thank right, you. Great. So thank we'll you. start off uh, with just a little bit of an overview here for folks who maybe haven't watched the Spurs too, too much this season. What should we be aware of with this team? Well, I'd imagine it's most people uh, across <laughs> the country. I think their their first playing game will be their second nationally televised game of the year uh, oh, wow. this season. Um, but they fight hard. If you ask anybody about this team, uh, especially Greg Popovich, he'll be the first to tell you. uh, Best thing about them is no matter who they're playing against, uh, no matter what the score is, uh, this team has a lot of fight. And that's been a really fun thing to watch throughout the entire year. Um, The feeling is that they're better than their record. They're, what, 14 games under 500, and they've got a positive net rating. Um, So not a lot of blowout losses. A bunch of blowout wins, um, and they just set the NBA record all time for best assist to turnover ratio. So this is a team that takes care of the ball, despite having a lot of young players. You know, going going back to this this Spurs team and their matchup against the Pelicans specifically, mm-hmm. um, how do you like the matchup, and what are you looking forward to um, tomorrow night? I'm I'm looking forward to seeing these guys continue to fight. Uh, they're actually three and one against the Pelicans this year, so they've got a shot. Um, and I've just been watching this Pelicans run, and they look like they're having a ton of fun. Uh, and I mean, what fun to be a Pelicans fan where uh, you know they put a top ten protection on the pick that they traded away from that Anthony Davis deal, mm. uh, and they're they're having a good laugh about that. It's all gravy for them. <laughs> um, you know, I. I think that this Pelicans team, it's going to be a tough game because uh, with the addition of McCollum, they're playing some really good basketball. Uh, but the Spurs, uh, for about a month-long stretch here in March into April, uh, they beat the Lakers and pop-tied Don Nelson for the most regular season wins by any coach in NBA history. 
including that win from that win to when they eliminated the Lakers from the play in contention, uh, they went 10 and five and they've been playing some of their best basketball. So, um, you know, there, there was a time, uh, about a month ago when, you know, if you ask me, do you even want the Spurs to win the play in games? I would have said, absolutely not. Keep that lottery pick. And, uh, you know, don't screw that up, but they've been playing in such a way that, that makes you say, you know what, whatever the universe has got, give it to me. You know, I I just want to see what they do. I'm looking forward to win or lose watching this team navigate a win or go home game. That's been the key for them. You mentioned how much fun that the Pelicans are having. Does pop allow that in in San Antonio? (laughs) Uh, uh, not for him. Uh, when, he, <laughs> when he broke the record, uh, you know, they, they, the video's hilarious and amazing. They all mob him on the court. They're jumping up and down. They're playing Post Malone congratulations, and he's laughing. He's like, all right, all right, let's go. And then, you know, storms off the court into the locker room. He's gone. <laughs> um, but Pop himself is having fun with these guys uh, coaching. That's something that he's talked about a lot is, you know, Tim Duncan, Tony Parker, Mono Ginobili, I didn't have to coach those guys at, at a certain point, you know, give the ball to Timmy. Like, I, the, there wasn't much for him to do. And now he has to actually teach the game to these kids. And that's a challenge that he has been uh, really loving. And, you know, the, these players are, are great vibes. I mean, Keldon Johnson is always screaming about something. Um, DeJounte Murray grown into a leadership role. Uh, and they, they seem to genuinely really like playing together with each other. Um, so yeah, they they are having some fun, but not too much. Uh, you know, there, there's some teams out there that they're definitely having a little too much fun and, and the Spurs are not one of them. They know, uh, that there's a lot in front of them. Um, and yeah, this season has been maybe a little bit better than the sort of low expectations for the team coming in, but they got a long way to go before they're back to, you know, perennial title contenders again. Tom, you mentioned that the Spurs have gone 10-5 and five since that win that put Greg Popovich on top of the all-time coaching list. I, I'm just curious from a player perspective, or is there someone in particular that helped turn that around, and how do you see the Spurs matching up with the Suns if they were able to win both playing games and secure that eight seed? It's, it's been a combination of different guys. Um, I, I think that Obviously, the all-star DeJounte Murray, um, he's been playing some of his best basketball of the season in, in that stretch. He missed a couple of games with a non-COVID respiratory illness, um, but got back in the game against the Mavericks last night just to get some run, some conditioning. Um, first player in NBA history to average uh, over 20 points, nine assists and eight rebounds per game and two steals per game. Uh, and really, the thing with him is three-point shooting and... Not only has his percentage been better in the last month or so, uh, he's shown a willingness to like pull up from deep off a screen, you know, step back threes, stuff that really wasn't in his bag that he's now trying. Also, Keldon Johnson, um, who has probably been, you know, the probably the second most important spur this year, him and Jakob Pertl, two very important players. But Keldon, uh, the last nine games that he's played over 20 points um, and He's a guy who, you know, really young player, really, you know, like I said, screaming all the time, uh, <laughs> loves, to, loves to get into the lane. And, and the, it was his first summer league. He got an N1 layup and just flexed and screamed big body in the, in the camera. <laughs> and that, that became his nickname here, one of them. And uh, 
But really this year we've seen him transform his game to where he's not just like a bull in a china shop and he's like one of the more accurate three-point shooters in the league. It's it's not going to be the the step back off the dribble stuff, but uh, his ability to space the floor has really opened up his complete game uh, and provided a legitimate secondary scoring option on the wing next to DeJounte Murray. All right. Well, here's where we find out if you're a realist or a dreamer. Uh, <laughs> if, if this is a Sun-Spurs first-round matchup, what's your prediction? I would say probably Suns in five, maybe uh, six. You had to say five. Uh, you had to say I did, six. I did. I did. I, I, I had to say because, you know, if, if you're asking for my honest opinion, I think that the Spurs will have at least one game where they either surprise the Suns or, uh, you know, just, just overperform. Um, you know, they – they have a puncher's chance. They have, uh, you know, uh, they, they've played up to competition this year. They have wins over Milwaukee, Golden State twice, Boston twice, Denver twice, Utah twice. Uh, they've had trouble with some of the, the less good teams uh, and, you know, kind of signs of a, uh, a, a growing developing team. I don't think there's anybody in, in San Antonio uh, who would realistically predict that the Spurs would win this series. The Suns, uh, I'll be honest, I haven't watched too much Suns basketball a year. I, I know they're very good. I've watched <laughs> enough to know that they're very, very good. Uh, and really the key thing for the Suns in this series uh, is that the Spurs no longer have DeAndre Ayton, Killer, Drew Eubanks in, in <laughs> the, the roster. Um, so, I mean, I, I don't think that they, they were thinking about that when they made that move in the middle of the season. Well, what if we play Phoenix? Oh, man, you're right. Um, <laughs> But I, I just think that, um, you know, if, if you look at the, the cost balance, right, like there, there's a lot of people who don't even want to see a first round se- Spurs fans who don't want to see a first round series because it's kind of a foregone conclusion what would happen. Um, and, you know, they're, if they don't make the playoffs, they're looking at a 20 percent shot at a, a, a top four pick. But I don't need to tell you guys, you know, the impact that having you know, a successful run like the Suns had in the bubble where it was like, okay, we can actually, we, we can play with some of these teams. We, we've got something here. Um, there's, there's something to be said for that. So, um, you know, whatever happens, I'm ex- I would be really excited to see DeJounte Murray and Chris Paul go at it for, for a couple games. I mean, that, that would be fun to watch for me. The question really is, uh, who guards Devin Booker? And that's a tough one to answer. Um, but yeah, no, I, I don't think I, I've got, I've got no illusions in my mind that, uh, the, the Suns would lose this series, uh, unless something catastrophic happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think that, you know, if the Spurs wind up in this, because if they get to the playoffs, they're going to have no incentive to lose, right? The players in the court have no incentive to lose at any point. Uh, but you know, if they, if they get there, it's going to be pretty much full steam ahead and, you know, just give it, give it their best shot. And if they expectedly fall short, um, you know, I don't think anybody in San Antonio would be like, ah, they, they, (laughs) they, I thought, I thought they had this one, you know, there's, there's none of that here. Um, but there, there is this feeling that the Spurs are better than their record shows. Um, and they've got a whole bunch of young guys who really want to prove something. They asked Keldon Johnson after the game last night, you know, uh, 
how many, how many games are you packing for? And he's like four, you know, like, like we don't, we don't want to go home. And, uh, you know, however you feel about the draft lottery and, and all of that stuff, it's, it's hard to knock these guys for, uh, their, their willingness to keep battling. We can, uh, we can understand that as well <laughs> from your end of things, Tom, thank you so much for joining us. If it does happen to be a Suns and Spurs series, we are going to need some recommendations on places to hit up out in your neck of the oh. woods for our guy, Gerald over here, as we send him out to San Antonio. Okay? Yes. <laughs> yes. I, I know you guys have pretty decent Mexican food over there, but, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll show you how we do it in San Antonio. Awesome, right, thank no, you. No Tex-Mex, man. No Tex-Mex. Come on, man. <laughs> I, hey, there's there's plenty of good stuff. I just need to find a good Italian place is my thing. But, okay. You know. <laughs> Tom, we appreciate your time. Everybody be sure to follow him on Twitter at RealTomPetrini. We will see you next time. Have a great day. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. All right, gentlemen, we all know. NBA playoffs means next level basketball. Get ready for Unless all the action the by oh. betting the play-in <laughs> tournament with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets instantly. You clinch a win no matter what. Uh, all DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also bet on NBA hoops with same-game parlays. And... For each day of the play-in, get a risk-free bet up to $10 if your same-game parlay doesn't hit. So now is a great time to get in on the action with the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Go download that app right now. Make sure you're using the promo code PHNX. Bet $5 on any NBA team to win their game during the play-in tournament and get $150 in free bets instantly. That is promo code PHNX at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Just a reminder, that is 21 and older only, Arizona only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Minimum $5 minimum deposit. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Uh, Lindsay, who are you putting your money on in the play-in games? <laughs> the Spurs. <laughs> you you like losing money. What a, what a nice answer. <laughs> <laughs> I just I think I'm putting my money on the Spurs because I would like the Spurs to win. I wouldn't be mad at that. So DraftKings Draft appreciates that. I know. Bad. They're probably like, we like people like you. Do it. She puts her money where her heart is, yeah. not where her head is. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. Potential problems, maybe, <laughs> that we could see in a series between the Suns and the Spurs. What are some areas of concerns for you guys? Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll start first because I think you look at the Suns' 4-0 record against the Spurs and it was a clean sweep. You expect the same thing here. But a lot of those games were close until the fourth quarter. There was the one game where Devin Booker needed 48 for them to pull away in the fourth. Um, there was the one game where they needed to switch to Ish Wainwright at the five, um, and then they outscored them. I think it was 36-19 in the fourth quarter because of that switch. But up to that point, the Spurs were in control and a lot of these games were close. So I think what Tom was talking about, about how this team doesn't suffer a lot of blowout losses, I think if we were coming into a game or a series against the Spurs and expecting them to just route them every time, we might be a little surprised at the pushback that this team shows because they are a young team. They are a scrappy team. If they go 2-0 and in the play-in games, they would have nothing to lose. Their season is already a success just from snagging the eight seed and getting to play a team like the Suns. So... I, I think that they would be kind of a pesky bunch. I still think the Suns would win, but you know they're they're eighth in second chance points. So 
keeping them off the glass would be key. They're ninth in fast break points and they're second in points in the paint like we talked about. So you would definitely need to take care of business on the interior. That's a little easier, as he joked, without Drew Eubanks to worry about for D.A., um, but this team is a little bit peskier than I think they'd be given credit for in this series. Well, and there's zero pressure on them. Right. So like if they make it to the first round of the playoffs, there's no pressure for them to win any of these games. So they're playing pretty freely. Yeah. Look, the only potential problem to me is if the Spurs wear those Fiesta uniforms on the same <laughs> night the Suns wear their orange ones. This is not a series where the Suns will see any problems. Uh, the Spurs are the definition of, of an average team. They were 17th in, in net rating in offense, 16th in net rating in defense. I don't see any path to victory or any path to a problem for the Suns against the Spurs team. I just I don't see it. Greg Popovich, like Saul said, is the only X factor, and I don't even know that his ability to you know to scheme and and figure out things uh, and make adjustments is enough to get the Spurs a, a win in this series. I mean, the the only worrisome part for this series would be um, things that are beyond your control. An injury, somebody gets sick, COVID, whatever the case may be. Outside of that, uh, there ain't shit helping the Spurs against the Suns. That's just how it is. <laughs> I think DeJounte Murray is someone to keep an eye out on. I don't think he's enough to swing a series. You However, he could be enough to swing a game. Against the Suns this season, he's averaged 17.7 points, 8 rebounds, and 9.7 assists. And as Tom said, he has been playing some of his best basketball as of late. Mm-hmm. But like I said... One game, maybe enough. A whole series, definitely with not. With those enough. stats, with those stats, that that wouldn't be enough at all. Yeah, who's right scoring now? the other eighty-seven points? Yeah, for him. he would have to drop. <laughs> he would have to average in the thirties um, to keep his team in the in these games. And yeah, I know they they've been close games, but again, mm-hmm. we're talking playoff basketball. We're talking teams locked down in the playoffs, and things get tighter, and your freedom of movement gets significantly shorter. So. That's something else that this young team has never really had to face because they haven't made the playoffs in, in several years. So mm-hmm. uh, I, I'm I'm not concerned at all about this. Right from an execution standpoint, you know the Spurs have executed well against the Suns, and obviously we've talked a lot about Pop. But at some point, the talent discrepancy would matter. You need to have the best player in a series to have a chance, usually. Um, and the Suns have the best two to three to maybe four players, depending on how Dejounte Murray plays. Like Murray is an All Star. But if Mikael Bridges locks him up, they run out of options really quick. Mm-hmm. All right. Time for traveling girth. Best <laughs> parts and worst parts about having to travel to San Antonio. Churros and COVID. <laughs> <laughs> you can have a churro, but it's Texas, so oh, no. COVID. Uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm almost kind of debating whether or not we should send you to San Antonio. Please send me to San Antonio. Uh, I, mean, I just came back from there a couple weeks ago. It's not very great. I, didn't, I wasn't a big fan. I lived there for seven years. It just Oh, that's right. You did. Yeah, it was just, meh. There's yeah. a Six Flags there. There is a Six Flags there. It's not very I mean, good. I'm an old soul at heart, so I'll do the river walk once, and then I'll yeah. have some food and yeah. cover Listen, a playoff I'm, series. Listen, as much as I'd like to... <laughs> To give Espo grief, I also have churros on my list of cons for San Antonio. Oh, wait, cons? Um, no, sorry, pros. Oh, I was going to say. I I've been getting these wrong all day. <laughs> churros on my list of pros. Okay. Sorry. Okay. On my list of cons, mm-hmm. getting stuck behind the train on your way to the arena because then you have to sit there for like 40 minutes. No, really? Yes, yeah, so you oh, got to yeah. time that out because it's the only way, as far as yeah. I know, into the arena is crossing train tracks. And if you get stuck, 
you're going to be just sitting there. So okay. well, she come in on the south side. Uh, so leave with plenty of time plan to ahead spare. for that. Okay. And then also another con is there could be bats in the arena. The yes. last time I went to San Antonio, there were multiple bats yeah. in the arena. So just that, keep an eye out. Was that. that the game where Mono Ginobili swatted one no, out of the air? The Kings. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, just something don't to keep an eye out on. Maybe wear a scarf. I don't know. Okay. Just draw that out. Just go Ozzy Osbourne. Vampire bats, Lindsay. It's a joke, Saul. <laughs> so, <laughs> maybe it's wear a scarf. Joke. So if I see Robert Pattinson just chilling in the media area, I'm going to know what's up. <laughs> it's so cold in here. <laughs> was that... I was, have vengeance. Was, was that a Batman joke or was that a... A, 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 joke, okay, yeah. was it a Twilight joke? All right. Oh, I guess it could have been, been either one. Twilight it could have been either one. About Twilight, yeah. to be honest with you. <laughs> totally different. One. Yeah. Uh, well, good luck if you have to go to San Antonio. Yeah. I, I, I will. Joke. I will say this about San Antonio: there are some some food spots, mm. but they're away from the arena, like far mm. away from downtown. Um, so uh, hopefully you meet a friend. Uh, <laughs> Hitchhike. I'm not paying for that Uber. Fair. <laughs> all right. So I'm pretty sure I know what all of our predictions are going to be for this series. But think mm-hmm. about it while I tell the people about the newest partner that we have in the house. We're so excited to welcome OG's brands into the PHNX family. OG's is one of Arizona's first scratch-made cannabis kitchens and is dedicated to creating innovative and memorable cannabis-infused products that flavor life's journey. Their motto is flavoring life, and that's something that we can all get behind. Um, OG seeks to focus on life's opportune moments to consume their products. For them, those occasions are laid back and relaxing, whether it's being with friends, connecting with nature, or embarking on a new adventure. If you'd like to try OG's and all of the amazing products they have, be sure to um, head over to OGsBrands.com. That's O-G-E-E-Z Brands.com to find an OGs near you. They have a ton of different flavors that I hear are super tasty. So no matter what uh, style of edible you are looking for, they've got it for you. I also want to remind everybody listening that children five and older are eligible for the COVID-19 vaccine. The vaccine is the best tool we have to reduce the chances of getting sick with COVID-19. The COVID-19 vaccine can reduce the risk of being hospitalized or dying from the disease. Safe, free, and highly effective COVID-19 vaccines are available throughout Arizona. Visit azhealth.gov slash find vaccine for a location near you. Lindsay, if your personality were were an edible, what would the flavor be? That's a good question. That is a good question. Definitely something sour. Yeah. But like sweet as well. Yeah. But like sour. I was going to say salty. Like a Sour yeah, Patch Kid. Yeah. I was going to say salty. No, that was not a stray. That was a lined up shot. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Um, yeah, I could do like a Sour Patch Kid. Like first you're sour, then you're sweet. Because mm-hmm. I do I do come in hot, but then I'm like, I'm just kidding. I love you. <laughs> I must not have got to the sweet After they're in tears. <laughs> That's season so, two. So, I mean, so season season on this two. edible, like, when's the uh, sweet gonna hit, man? She's bitter as hell right now. What the hell's going on? Uh, yeah, that's season two. Like, you're all guys. So, predictions for this series? I feel I'm like not, we're gonna all be in agreement. I am not here. gonna say those stupid ass words, so I'll just say sweep. <laughs> I'll no. say the stupid ass words oh, and the words no, of our favorite no, slash no, least no. favorite Suns fan. Sons and four. The Phoenix Suns are the best team in the NBA. Second Manu. Second Tim Duncan. (laughs) Suck it, Robert Ory. It's a sweep. I'm in full agreement with you guys. 
as much as we tried to make a case for the Spurs in this one and bring some things that the the Spurs do do well, um, I don't think that they're going to be able to really pick up a game here in this series. So Suns and four. Let's hope the Suns approach the series with more maturity than Saul and Espo hearing the words do do. What's so funny is as soon as I heard you say it, I looked over and I started to say it, and he's already shaking his head. I'm already like, damn it, they're gonna react to that. I got the <laughs> smile and I was like, it's over, I'm laughing. Uh, All right. Well, that one was fun. Thanks for tuning in. We appreciate you guys as always. Uh you can follow me on Twitter at Lindsay Smith AZ. You can follow Saul at Saul underscore Bookman. You can follow Gerald at Gerald Borgay. And of course, you can follow Espo at Espo. Espo, take us home. Remember, it's churros and COVID, not COVID and churros. <laughs> Ahoy hoy.